Jimelo Mutine on Life Happens weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. on SAFM. Good afternoon, six minutes after one. A very good afternoon to you. My name is Pimelo Modine. This is Life Happens on SAFM and I hope you're warm out there in the Northern Cape, out there in the Western Cape. What's the weather like for you? We're told you're going to be having massive, massive winds. We're also told that a massive cold front is headed your way. So let us know how you're feeling at this hour. Let us know what the weather is like for you. And geez, last night was cold. So I'd love to hear from you. But we'll also be touching a little bit later on, we'll be touching on a story that Zile was just uh, uh, referring to here in the news uh, in Lanasia. We'll be going to Lanasia just to touch base on what exactly is happening in Lanasia. It's best for us to go on the ground and understand the complexities. It's not as simple as people occupying illegal land and I think it's important for us to delve into that issue and understand the complexities in Lanasia. It is far more complex. We've gone to the ground, we've done our homework and we're going to be giving you all sides of the story. You will be amazed. In fact, you'll be amazed at what's happening on the ground. It really is not as if uh, people have just decided to take land and occupy land. It is far more complex and that uh, a little bit later on in the show we will be going very, very deep into that conversation and looking at all stakeholders those who are occupying land, those who are residents of Lanasia South, We'll also be speaking to a ward councillor there. It's it's a divided uh, community. Uh, it's a complex situation and, and it needs more attention. So that's a conversation we're just going to be focusing on just after 2.30 here on Life Happens. But for now, I want to ask you a very simple question. When was the last time you went and used the services of Home Affairs? And what was that like? I have to tell you. I recently went to Home Affairs to get myself the the ID, the, the, the card, the new card. And I didn't go to, in Joburg. I went out of town because I was going to a licensing department out of town. I've had my own issues there with the licensing department, but that's another story. However, my experience at Home Affairs was actually very, very pleasant, believe it or not. I mean, I, I was, you know, unfairly so quite surprised number one and I just found it to be swift it was it was quick it was easy and um it was just seamless it just seems and I you know I was quite surprised and I mean I don't know if I'm the only one who who's gotten that kind of treatment you know we've always had this narrative about home affairs being oh what a drag you need to take the whole day off I no 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 it was for me I think I spent tops two hours I, I wasn't you know I really wasn't grumpy about it at all because I expected to spend the whole day and soon afterwards I got an SMS saying your card is ready come and get it so I must say my experience at home affairs has been very pleasant however I know that some of you have got your own experiences this is the time to give us a call 0891-104-207 good or bad I think we'll take it all good or bad how has your experience at home affairs been being. And I asked that question because Home Affairs is embarking on um, a process to, to try and upgrade their services, to try and make my and your experience a little bit better. They're trying to partner with the post office, with banks and so on. And all of this is an aid of making this seamless to make it a little bit easier. Your feedback will help them in making this a little bit more, um, more easier for you and I to use the services of Home Affairs. So this is the time to call. I'm in conversation with the acting DG of Home Affairs, um, Mr. Tulani Mavuso, who's joining me now on the line. Thank you very much, Mr. Mavuso, for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon and good afternoon to your listeners. 
Mr. Mabuso, you you are on the road to trying to make the service a little bit more easier and more swift for us. Tell us about your partnership with the post office and the banks that you are in the process of 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 of, of finalizing. No, thank you very much. Well, our relationship with the post office uh, was there in the past, mm. and we are resuscitating that relationship, focusing on ensuring that they use some of their outlets for them to be able to offer certain documents on behalf of Home Affairs. These in the main is when people are collecting documents, whether they're birth certificates or any other documents that will define in the agreement, well, because we're still um, threshing out uh, what type of uh, relationship we want to have with them. Our last meeting has been taken place last Friday. Mm-hmm. But with the banks, you'll recall, we started a pilot project over three years ago mm. where we developed a concept document and agreed with the banks that they will issue the smart cards and passports on behalf of the department at their designated facilities. Mm. Uh, but while the pilot project was in place and we were hoping to roll out more facilities, uh, Treasurer raised an issue with us that we need to register as a triple P post uh, project, a public, uh, public-private partnership project. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you would know that there are certain stages. Public triple P are not a very easy. You've got to follow certain stages, fulfill certain requirements. So we are at the tail end of that triple P process because we have to get a transaction advisor to come on board okay. in order uh, to help us. But the, the banks are ready. They are itching. They want to help us because it's in their interest, also interest of the country, mm. to ensure that whoever the trans- client they're transacting with is using a, a secure document, but also they are able to verify their biometrics. That reduces the incidence of fraud mm. because in many instances there are financial transactions that are done through fraudulent means. You know, so therefore the banks are quite happy, and also you recall that because of most of the banks are digitizing. And some of them are even no longer needing the whole space that they currently have. Standard Bank recently closed. Some of the branches that they were announcing, the FND is saying to me, look, we are having a huge whole space, um, so therefore you need to be able to take up this as soon as possible because we don't want you know, um, this space to go to waste mm-hmm. while we know there's a need. And the president has said to us, let's partner with multiple stakeholders because there's a lot of... Um, capabilities that lies in the private hands. Mm. So we need to ensure that we partner. That's, that's an innovation really that we're we are pursuing. Sounds wonderful to me. That's the relationship that you're putting together with the banks, the, the public-private partnership, which is very different to your conversation with the post office. How different is it? What is still what still needs to be bedded down with the post office? Well, with the post office, um, you'll recall that the post office is a state-owned mm. um, institution, so it will be easy because we'll, uh, we'll conclude a memorandum of agreement mm. and then we'll start with the implementation once we have agreed on the terms in which our relationship and the types of information that they actually execute on our behalf. So that's true. that one is going to be easy. It's not going to via the triple B process. All right. Let's take calls with you. Lots of people who want to speak to you, DG. I hope you've got a, a few minutes for us. 0891-104-207. We'll also take your WhatsApp notes as well as your SMSs. The DG of Home Affairs is with us just for a few minutes. If you have any questions, your experiences, if you're facing some difficulties at Home Affairs, this is the time to do it. And Mr. Tulani Mavuso, acting DG at Home Affairs, is with us on the line. And this is the time for you to raise your concerns. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. 
All right, so it's 15 minutes after one. We did promise to take your calls on 0891-104-207. What are we doing? We are discussing the upgrades at Home Affairs. Home Affairs is is in discussions with the banks. It's in discussions with the post office to upgrade their services. And you've obviously experienced uh, time at Home Affairs and your experiences, I know, are very different. And mine was very pleasant very recently. And uh, I I just thought, you know, it's, it's wonderful to see them trying so hard to try and upgrade their services. So let's go to your calls. Uh, we've got the DG, uh, acting DG of Home Affairs, Mr. Tulani Mavusa on the line with us. So he'll take your uh, your questions as well. Tuso in Pretoria, your comment or question? Hi. Hello. Hello, Tuso. Yes, yes. Good day. Good day, Tuso. Um, I heard you saying, uh, oh, good day to the DG, DG there. Mm. Yes, good um, day. Yes, I heard my, my dear presenter there saying um, she experienced an awesome service at Home Affairs. Do you want but to judge with, me too, so? But, <laughs> but uh, with me, it's contrary. Mm. You know, even now, um, about five minutes ago, ago I was at um, uh, the Byron Center here. Mm-hmm. You know, they giving me attitude. I went to Alexander. Always an attitude. Always an attitude at uh, at, at, at uh, home office. I really don't know what uh, what can be done about that. Mm. Mr. Mavoso, I mean, that comes up all the time. As much as the systems are efficient, what are we going to do about the staff's attitude on the ground? I mean, I must say, my, my experience was also swift. It was it was quick and all of that. But I must be honest, you know, the attitude was also a little bit offish. Yes, um, one of the projects we had started was around training staff, frontline staff, you know, mm-hmm. to ensure that the type of, um, you know, service and the attitude that they must show to class clients. And mm-hmm. actually, in some instances, they must show empathy mm-hmm. in certain difficult situations because people come with complex problems to the department. It's not every time, you know, that someone comes with a very easy issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something that needs to be reported. The office manager has got the responsibility that if a client needs to lay a complaint. But also we have availed our numbers, our um, details on the website, where people can actually even escalate. I get those escalation on a regular basis and attend to them. You know, it's a, it's a very big, you know, in the public service, the problem is that you deal with multiple clients as an individual. Mm. And it's fine that even some of the clients, they come to the office of the service from the idea that you come into an efficient public service organization. But we want to create a very good environment for our clients. That's why even this upgrade of our physical infrastructure you must walk in and know you are walking in an environment that is welcoming, not just in a hostile environment, but that on its own can it's intimidating. Some people even postpone the visit mm. to government offices because of that. So it's something that we are working on on a, on a, on a regular basis in terms of training staff. Um, but sometimes you find that you win with a, a particular individual, you don't win with a particular individual because people by their very nature, you know, they mm. are different. But also others come, you know, to, to work with their personal baggage which we always encourage that you never bring your personal baggage to the best place because then you obviously, you know, are making our the lives of the clients quite difficult. Yeah, I must say, Mr. Mavuso, I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't have gone and escalated the issue. It was as simple as me saying hello to the person who was helping me who just ignored me. And I think after three times I said to her, 
but I mean, just a hello, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So I wouldn't yeah. escalate it because, you know, you'd also don't want to compromise someone's job and so on. But it, it is a, it's a recurring issue and, and they should, surely there must be a way to do it because uh, in many other service delivery, uh, service spaces, you know, people know how to manage it. So it is something obviously that we need to, to get uh, going in the in a better way. I don't know how, but you need to find a way. Pule, in Bramfontein, is it Bloomfontein or Bramfontein, Pule? You're in Bloomfontein. Hi. Yes. Hi. How are you? Good. Thanks, Bule. Go ahead. Um, my my experience with uh, the home affairs. Mm. Fortunately, it's been a good one so far. Mm. The most unfortunate thing is it's mainly the outskirts of Bloom. Take, for instance, uh, Tabanchu and uh, Botabelo. Yeah. Those branches you will not be there for the whole day. Mm. However, I have a very, uh, uh, let me call it a big problem with the way the whole Department of Home Affairs has dealt with foreign uh, nationals with the introduction of VBS. I don't understand what led to that uh, body because in the little experience that one has had with VBS, the Home Affairs has no control whatsoever over uh, over that that particular uh, administration or that that body. Can we please know more about why was it uh, introduced? All right, um, let's let's and, give and, the DG and, a chance what, to respond quickly. Better, yes, uh, DG. Yes, no, let me explain. It's actually VFS, Visa Facilitation oh, Services. Yes, yes. <laughs> VFS. Now, yes. now, let me explain. In this country, we are saying the reason why we are now partnering with the bank, we do not have adequate capacity and resources to deal with services to citizens. That is why we are trying to eliminate queues. That is why we are trying to go to the far-flung areas, to rural areas, to ensure that our citizens are able to register there. Now, the, the foreign nationals who were wanting to apply for visas and other permits were competing in the same queues with the South Africans who want to get the same services. So the decision then which was taken, it was that let's rather create a separate environment for where foreign nationals want to apply, and that service is paid for, is only user pay principle, because it's, it's in their interest to regularize themselves in the country. That's why we therefore then decided to have VFS providing that particular service. All what they do, they take the front end, the application, then they come to the back end, we get them electronically to, for us to do adjudication. It has worked well. It's not an ideal situation. We would like to say this, but I'm saying in the free state, for example, we are raising a concern. We don't have adequate offices in the free state. Places like Memel, Friere, they don't have full offices. That is why even in, 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 in Bloomfontein, we have what, one office uh, in... Um, in Butabed. We don't have offices even in town in Bloomfontein. So I'm saying to you, we need to have under, a fuller understanding that the department gets a budget of about 8 billion rand. 3.4 billion rand goes to the payment of salaries. And that about 2 billion rand of that goes to IEC. You then have to make a calculation that we're running the operation of 412 offices, 72 posts of entry, some of them run 24 hours like OR Tambo. And five refugee reception offices, a deportation center in Lindela, 33 missions abroad, with the mega resources that we currently have. 
part of the proposal is that we need to be able to generate our own revenue and fund our processes. Mm. So really, the decision to, uh, to take that function to somebody else was not mainly, and we're not as well disadvantaged in South Africa. We're trying to, because our interest is to ensure that South Africans get the service that they need. On Twitter, uh, Mr. Mavoso, you've got uh, someone saying, well, you know, the home affairs in Alberton is always offline. It's also uh, a common thread here with many of the tweets that are coming through this business of being offline all the time. You've got a response for that? Yes, the offline, I must say, be the first to acknowledge that the last three months has not been easy. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm just talking to you. We are in the quarterly review meeting reviewing our performance in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we have not been able to achieve is the number of passports that we wanted to issue and the number of uh, smart card IDs. Because this year, we're supposed to issue 3 million smart ID cards. And in this quarter, we should have issued 860,000 smart cards. We're only able to issue 817 smart cards. Mm-hmm. So it means we were short, you know, where in terms of... And one of the reasons is that outage that we have. We lost a huge number of clients that we should have captured during that period. But there's a team that we're working with in uh, IT that is trying to stabilize the issue of the system outage. Because that is actually the core of our delivery of service. William in Cape Town, hi. Hello, William. Hello. Hi, go ahead, William. Hello. William? Hello. We have Hello. two people, I think, on the line. William, can you hear us well? Yeah. You also got passed. You also got passed. Duma on the line, yeah. W- William, you need to switch off your radio. Can you hear us well, William? Oh, we're going to have to move on because I don't think you, it's. A you good got passed. You got passed. Duma on the other line. William, we need to go ahead. Otherwise, we're going to drop your line. You got passed. Duma on the side. All right. I don't know what's happening there. Um, Mr. Mavuso, so how soon can we we, we expect the, the deal with the post office to be concluded? Well, uh, until obvious, all the necessary processes, are, my target is that before the end of the calendar year, we should have everything better down, mm-hmm. uh, starting the rollout. That's, that's the target that I want. But obviously, as you know, you know, in the public services, in as much as you can be enthusiastic about certain projects and passionate about them, mm-hmm. processes is always critical because when the Auditor General comes, they need to be able to keep that your processes are quite correct, you have followed all the necessary steps that have given the post office access to the system, which will mean that I must ensure that, you know, all the governance issues have been adhered to. So that's what I'm banking on to say. Let me resolve this issue before the end of the calendar year. All right, let's go quickly to Peter. Um, Peter, you calling us? Hi, you calling us from Northern Cape? Hello, Peter. Hello, ma'am. Go ahead, Peter. Yes, uh, ma'am. I'm, I'm very happy to to announce, especially in our area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Mulungus, they don't want to kill the lion. I'm one of them, but. These services we hold on, Peter. You just said Mulungus don't want to queue the line, and you are one of them. Yeah, okay. I, I wish true. I okay, know. go ahead. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, the experience I have on two occasions, mm-hmm. um, in office in Huntington, um, mm-hmm. and office in Kuruman. Um, I went in, I was greeted by official, and he asked me what is it that I wanted to do, and I indicated I need a passport, I need an agent passport, and uh, he explained to me, um, the agent, uh, when you need an agent passport, you have to apply in 
in advance and uh, and I concur with her because she explained to me their production processes and I was happy. But within 10 working days, I got the message that my passport will have arrived. Mm. The same when I was doing the ID, mm. the services were very fast. I don't see all my face of the past. I'm very grateful with the modernization so that they refer to in the department. Their department, the, uh, the acting DG is doing very well. Mm. I just want to comment on that. Oh, lovely. Very, yes. very nice. Thanks very much. Uh, Mr. Mavuso, you know, we, we, we throw things at you. Surely this is also a collaborative effort. How can we make your, you know, our relationship with you better as consumers? How can we make your lives better when we go into home affairs? Well, I think the most important thing is that, you know, people must come knowing that their documents are correct. Because sometimes it's when people are, are taking chances, you know, uh, trying to trick the systems. And then they go and claim that actually they've been frustrated. So some, you, do, mm. you do have that. Mm. But you also do have the situation where someone just chooses the wrong day. Like during uh, school holidays, the numbers are quite huge. Mm-hmm. So we always say to people, avoid month ends, avoid school holidays. Because ours, we are a department that services everybody in South Africa. Our clientele is 57 million, including the foreign listeners that we have to you know, push in a different channel, including the people who arrive as visitors. Remember, also at the immigration at the airport, it's still us. We facilitated last year over 45 million movements. So you would understand that the, the magnitude of the work that we have to deal with is quite huge. But as I said, when I uh, sort of indicated the budget that we have, mm. it's actually making it very difficult to operate. Last year alone, we lost over 500 positions, 500 warm bodies, mm. through resignation, through attrition, through pension and everything else. There is, and we couldn't fill those positions because our salary bill, Treasury, is fighting a huge battle of a huge public sector wage bill. Mm. And with that, we all departments have now been told you're going to operate within this particular budget. You can't exceed that. If you exceed, obviously, the age, you make a finding to say, accounting officer, you've created the fruitless way, no school expenditure. <laughs> and when, some, some, when somebody reads the AG report, then they say, hey, it means it's in, it's in his pocket. Mm-hmm. It's an inst- inst- instance where I would have to make an executive decision to say, I'm going to employ here a person because I need to provide the citizens with services. Because if I don't, then I'm, I'm faced with a particular challenge. So these are some of the dynamics that we are faced with. But we're very grateful for the positive feedback mm-hmm. that we got. We get on a regular basis, you know. But also those who complain, we sometimes understand they are genuinely frustrated because, I mean, they this day and age, we don't want people to be standing in queues. Mm-hmm. We want people to be digital service. So we're working to ensure that, you know, at some point we move towards unmanned kiosks where people will be able to self-service. Really appreciate the time you've taken to speak to us. I know you were in the middle of something and you've taken the time. I really appreciate it, Mr. Tulani Mavuso, acting DG of Home Affairs. And yeah, they're, they're, they're trying. They're trying. I mean, that's the sense I get to try and make our lives a little bit easier. As I said, mine was a little bit easier. And uh, we'll take you all of your, uh, your comments as well and we'll forward your complaints offline and then we'll see how we can get you some help. It's now 1.30. Let's get the very latest in headlines with Utsi Lesaku.